Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Digitized live from the ACT Computer Studios in Cape Coral, Florida, it's the What's in Your Head podcast with your hosts Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up, what's up, what's up, OG5? Holy hell, it's been a while. It's been a while. How you doing, Gordon? Grouchy, cranky, all about being in a bad headspace, but that's okay. No, so you're pretty much your normal self? Oh, no, no, I'm I'm far more positive than, well, you. (laughs) That's not hard to do. (laughs) No, it's not. But we are coming to you live from the At Computer Studio in Cape Coral, Florida. And if at any point during this broadcast our signal drops out, that's because somewhere out there in the Gulf is Hurricane <coughs> Frozen. Um, it's it was a tropical storm. I think I think we're we might have hit the seventy-five mile an hour marker that puts us that at the category firm. of a Cat One. I can confirm according to the news. So. I think you now need to do a TikTok response video to your own TikTok video about it being downgraded. Yeah, but by then it's all yeah. past. Speaking of TikTok, I just tried to go live and I can't go live. I don't know if I got my PP slapped. I don't know if they're not allowing people in hurricane areas to go live. To, I don't know. I don't know if maybe their servers are just super full from everybody broadcasting live right now. But I try to go live like I normally do before the show just to get a little... Um, eyes our way but um it said cannot go live please try again later and i try like four times but anywho uh it's been oh that's new i'm looking at our uh at our facebook feed and it Mm -hmm. says people reached three second video views reaction comments and shares so far we got zeros so i don't think it's that accurate because we've got at least three responses yeah and and retention curve i'm actually logged in using my d train account and john crafts in here and martin's in here uh, mm-hmm. Martin, how are things going in New York? Um, but it's been a long two weeks. Um, we didn't do a show last Monday for one reason. Oh, no, we were going to move the show to Wednesday and um, to have a show in between. And then something came up and that show didn't happen. And obviously we weren't here yesterday because of the holidays. And But we're back now. Speaking of holidays, how was the 4th of July out there in Las Vegas? Now, I know you guys have some weird problems with fireworks and whatnot. Uh, it went well. Um, still a lot of, a lot of, it's funny, as much as they beat the band on, you know, new illegal fireworks, everything's going to burn down. This is a proof why gun control won't work. Hmm. You can't buy illegal fireworks. You're not allowed to let off illegal fireworks. Of course, everybody goes somewhere else, which is kind of part of the argument. They come back and then you, uh. Oh, I don't even think we have to. Go the, the, they don't have to go far either here. They just go over the hump to Pahrump. No, I was going to say you don't, have come to, back. you don't even have to go to the war on fireworks. We can just go to the war on drugs. I mean, oh, now yeah, that, you can add that in the mix, too. I was this gonna just say, all helps our case. How many crackheads have we all known in our lives? How many people do we know who bought, smoked, and had weed in their possession almost daily before the state started legalizing? How many people we know who, who've been chasing the white dragon? It's just... How many people do we know? Let's go easier and more simple than that. But now let's not compare, you know, the two A to, you know, drug abuse. No, but, but my uh, point being is if they want it, they're gonna get it. How many of us drank before and the I'll, age of twenty one? Raise our hand. Exactly. And yeah. that's one of the most enforced laws out there. Going to every yeah. gas station, having hidden cops making sure that the 
the gas teller is not selling gas. I mean, <laughs> booze. Speaking of booze, I've been already on the larceny. But make sure, you know, underage kids weren't getting beers. And it happens anyhow. So, kind of like you said, it just goes to show people want it. They're going to get it. Especially if it's already uh, legal. And then you want to try to take it away, that's going to be a bigger problem. You know what my favorite argument is? Yeah, but what if they legalize marijuana? You gonna trust your doctor ain't gonna go out and get high before he does your heart surgery? I'm gonna trust him about as much the fact I trust that he's not going out and having a few uh, Jack Daniels on lunch before he does my heart or, surgery. Or already getting high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's uh, just trying to study. There's the hand some industries a bit. that uh, are zero tolerance. Construction is one of them. I'm sure medical is another one. Um, but that being said, I'm a I'm about tired of the medical system right now. It's one of my gripes for the evening. Oh, yeah? They, uh, well, you've heard over? my head. You've heard my, up in my head, my, my, my nasally, my coughing. Yeah, a while so this, back you were you were off the show because you lost your voice, and we had a um, local comedian, an all-around friend of the show, Larry Venturina, fill in for you because well, you lost your voice, and you've been having problems with what you always thought was a hay fever or allergies, and then... You thought you got a cold, but turns out it's something a little more common? A little more common, and it's actually most often uh, triggered by allergies. Um, now, I'm going to go back. I've got a follow-up with this guy uh, next week. And I'm going to say, well, what kind of tests have we done to prove that I have this? But uh, they're saying asthma. Well, my luck, it's probably COPD because I've inhaled enough silica dust in construction mm-hmm. to build a couple of you know block walls. But, uh, or I could just blame it on a family for smoking around me. Um, so I smoke. There you go. But, uh, yeah, that's what I was told. And I'm like, they're like, well, it's all over your records. And I'm looking, I see allergic rhinositis, allergic rhinositis. The only thing that would indicate any kind of asthma would be the albuterol inhaler that I hardly ever use. And I got that because I was getting this weird flavor in my mouth when I was up in the mountains, thinking maybe I was getting a little acute altitude sickness, even though I lived up. At elevation for quite some time. Because it was like a metallic taste. Well, the pulmonologist says I have asthma. So, uh, mild reoccurring asthma. Nope, sorry, mild persistent asthma. Anyway, if it's mild, I'm going to have that looked at time stop. How can it be mild yet persistent? I mean, just kind of... Persistent means it happens more often than not. Mild means it's, eh, it's occasional. Well, it's not severe persistent. That would be, although it feels it right now. So, but what happened is I was at, at the office today and found mm-hmm. out uh, in my sphere, somebody had come down with the vid over the weekend. Very, oh, very fun. athletic lady. So I really started coughing yesterday again, getting that flavor. So I went and got a, a hot lap down at the old uh, urgent care to get a quick uh, rapid test before I go see the other doctor today because uh there could be immunocompromised people there. I did come out negative, so that's a pl- blessing. But, uh, yeah, this is just, I mean, my voice still isn't back. Not like it was much to, to listen to anyway. But um, it's been, I'm just tired of coughing, dude. Oh, I, I can really imagine. That's do. one of the worst things. I remember it one is, year, Carrie got a cold so bad. Actually, we, we kind of think this happened last January before the world was hip to COVID. Uh, before the whole COVID report's. We all know this people, like, after COVID came out, they said, oh, man, I think I had that shit before we even knew it was a thing. Because remember, like, back in December, I was sick for three weeks, and no one knew what the fuck was on. Well, Carrie's yeah. kind of in that camp. She got sick and was coughing so much that she thought she bruised a rib. Oh, but, I feel that way. And that you cough so much, you vomit a little. Mm-hmm. Ugh. 
Sorry, yeah. gross discussion, but yeah. I, 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 God, I just, I, I don't even know what to do. I'm just beside myself, and it's the dust. But a, another quick gripe I have. So T-Mobile's pushing their 5G, right? Mm-hmm. They all are now, but yeah. But the problem with 5G is every time it drops off, it doesn't go down to 4G, and I lose my shit. What does it go to? I don't know. It just, it's nothing. There's nothing there. And, and I am, I'm sorry, T-Mobile. I'm going to out you, but what the hell? You, you push this that it's better than 4G, and my service isn't half as good. And you live in a huge metropolitan area. I can only imagine what it'd be like down here in no man's land, southwest Florida. Yeah, it's like I'll go to dial out. I could tell that the other person picked up. But I can't hear a thing. Well, hold on. I played this just for you. Oh, it's later on. It's this is the techno song I made back in 2001 yep. with the clips from uh, Caddyshack, and there's a part that says, "What about my asthma?" And he said, "I'll give you asthma." That's the part I thought. That's it would have been. It would have been. I'm funny. still gonna say that I'm 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 not 100% confirmed and I are convinced on my end, but there's definitely some tales there that if you you know go down the old. Google search, which ends up with everything in cancer. Martin Marzika just said his whole family got crazy coughs in December, January prior to COVID as well. Could very well be, man. Yeah. One last gripe of the evening is TV commercial volume. Hold so, on real quick. Back to the T-Mobile thing. I'm down here in Southwest Florida. We've been on T-Mobile, God, since 04. Yeah. And they had the best service in Vegas prior to 5G. Prior to T-Mobile, I was on Singular. I'm sorry. That was the AT&T, right? Yeah. I was on Singular when I first moved down here from California, and I was the only person down here who didn't lose service during Hurricane Charlie because the Singular Tower was the only one that didn't fall. But anyhow, T-Mobile's so spotty down here. When I'm talking on the phone and I'm crossing over the Midpoint Bridge, they're like Fort Myer and their Cape Coral bubble don't quite connect. <laughs> and so there's like a five-foot gap when you're going over across the Midpoint Bridge that your signal will drop out until you pick up. Because uh, what what do they call that? Uh, their Venn diagram doesn't quite overlap on the bridge, and then when you go out onto uh, out into Mat Lachey, it drops off. So they don't even they, they claim to provide. What's up, Morgan Long? Uh, they claim to provide the best coverage, but there's so many spotty areas down here. Well, what's what's interesting around highly congested areas, especially around Allegiant Stadium, which I haven't been doing my box, and I think I've gained everything back. You see, they actually put the 5G towers on light poles. So your standard street light poles, they got a big cylinder on top of it. I'm like, so it'd be easy to fill in these gaps. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, um, uh, what am I thinking, aluminum foil heads out there thinking that's that's the cause of COVID. But, yeah. you know, we got that. But I want to kind of switch gears a little. Because Hold on real quick, really, uh, just on that same topic. Remember when I lived in Long Beach and they had the oil um, refineries out in the ocean and they, they camouflaged them, made them look like islands. They put fake palm trees on yeah. them in the rocks. Oh, we got the same thing with your standard cell towers there. Well, I was going to say, I saw a video online. I don't know what city it was in, but they had a cell phone tower like on a berm by the freeway amongst a bunch of pines. Mm-hmm. So they put a bunch of fake pine branches on it. looks like a Christmas tree out there. Oh, they got them out here, dude. Same yeah. fucking thing. That's it's fucking insane. hilarious. So a couple years back, maybe five, maybe even ten, they required that when they're broadcasting that the... the, the um that the commercial volume wasn't so loud. They went as far as requiring the manufacturers of televisions to put in a smart chip to level all the volume because what would happen, and it usually was on like the local spots. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was done intentionally or if local a local uh, 
TV stations or production people were just, you know, underpaid people who didn't know how to set the industry standard for volume. Cause you, you see that in radio too. Like sometimes the, the less expensive radio ads or the volume is louder. And so, but yes, some people claimed it was a conspiracy so that you hear their ads in the kitchen when you're making dinner. And so they went as far as putting out a chip that was supposed to right. standardize the volume, but go ahead. Well, I think the way that worked, was it based off of whatever the, um, the commercial volume was, and it must have brought everything out because I think what they've done now is they've lowered the volume of the show to a, a, a very low level. And I'm talking, this is on national TV too. And then when the commercials come on, it's, it's almost red line. It's like, it's like it's under the yellow for regular show. And then it's red line for commercials. Like they've brought the, the regular TV show volume down. You know what you're watching. I think, Maybe they did part of that because the onboard speakers of flat screen TVs are such fucking garbage water and they would static out. But I've noticed now that you bring that up and it only happens on FX shows when I'm watching Mayans or uh, Mr. In Between, which you've got to get into even on my soundbar in my bedroom. And as I know it's not my bedroom because I when I watch it in my living room as well, I have a soundbar. It sounds like my fucking speakers are cracking like they're about ready to blow up even though the volume's not high it's like the the it was recorded at an uh it's hard to explain unless you've ever edited audio where you've like accidentally amplified the the, the audio sound and then you bring it down but because you over amplified it instead of rolling it back when you reload it it still has that mm -hmm. static hint to it that's what mines and a lot of the fx tv shows sound like on my sound bars on both tvs Really? Yeah, it's super weird. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't. I'd like somebody in the TV industry answer this one because I tell you what, you want me not to buy a product? And maybe I'm one of the few. I won't buy your product just because it's stupid loud on TV. I want to. I don't want to have to turn up my show and then turn down the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And 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 the new TV doesn't even seem to have a, a uh, leveling on it. By the way, is getting replaced. Um, Good. I told you to get rid of that piece of. Shit. Well, it was supposed to be good TV. Well, it is, but you know, back when I used to sell TVs back in the '90s, the the stance back then was one out of every ten piece of electronic was bad. I think now it's like three out of every ten because mass production is so high and so rampant and yeah. quality control. Yeah, we had the nerd herd out here today, and um, it's funny you say that because you had the Geek Squad, which was the famous well, that's, one. That's who I'm using. And then I actually there were an offshoot around here called the Nerd Herd. Oh, and, really? Yeah, and then I just got a request to provide service for a company who calls themselves, like, the Geek Herd. or like It's like a, the cross both names. Right. Instead of Geek Squad, Nerd, or Nerd Herd, it's like the Geek Herd or the Geek Pant. I don't know, but it's like, ugh. Well, they thought they fixed it, then they played it for 20 minutes, then they went to hop over to Amazon, because with Amazon, I'm getting something weird. Uh, when when I'm watching, what is it, um, Jack Ryan. Mm -hmm. And when they when they go into the uh, the Farsi or whatever they're speaking, the subtitles is white and yellow, like overlapping each other. Yeah, it's super weird. I figured that one's weird. Now I don't think it's the TV. I actually think that's Amazon, but uh, they went back to uh, Netflix and then it it would dump out. You know. Yeah. And I, it's I, a Sony TV. I figured that you know, it's, it's three times what I would normally pay because I want something to last and. Want a better picture, and right now, at least from an application standpoint, I don't know. Yeah, I was looking at the volume on our phone system because I was going to tell people to give us a call at 239 
402-299-3896. Or you can send us a text. If you guys don't want to talk, but you want to, you know, send us a text, you can do that. But, um, like, for some reason, the, the phone system's not showing up on my volume board. So I don't even know if, if someone were to call, if it would even come through. Somebody give us a call. Give us a call at 239-299-3896. But um, I got my soundboard open where I can adjust the volume for all the independent apps. And that one's not showing up for some reason. So I don't even know if that it would ring through. And I just closed it and launched. Anyhow, we got two weeks worth of content to catch up with. Um, real quick, for those of you who watch my YouTube, you already know. But, like, I got a lot of hair up my ass, like, four days before my birthday. No, seven days before my birthday. It's like, oh, I need to run 43 miles by my 43rd birthday. The problem is, is I've been lazy in the month of June because I was doing a lot of kayak fishing. And I only had seven miles on the book. But is kayak fishing really, truly lazy? Mm, no, it's not lazy, but... Because I do notice there's one person that does the most amount of work in that kayak. <laughs> it's not lazy, but it, you don't maintain your your longevity and your runs. And you sure to hell ain't going to maintain your, your calves. And so if you don't run, then you got to start doing leg day at the gym, which everybody hates. But that's not my point. So anyhow, I suffered through it. One day I actually had to run a, a half marathon. And then the very next day I run six miles. But I, I, I made it through. So by June 29th, I... I, I Ran 33 miles in seven days, which gave me the 43. But then I decided, well, on the 4th of July, I'm going to go out and run my first official race, not counting the Savages race, since March of 2020 when I ran my half marathon to Marco when my Savage race was canceled due to pandemic. And it was just an easy 5K, not a big deal. I run this all the time. But it was on 4th of July morning. Race started at 7. I set the alarm clock at 5.30, did my morning constitutional. Um, got a little tied up getting my stuff together and then I had to get gas and it was 38 minute drive. So <laughs> is it just me or all dudes? Um, if we can't shave three minutes off the Google arrival time, it's an effect on our, our <laughs> ego as a man. Well, I think that's goes down to a genetic level of fight or flight or survivability, right? You gotta be the first one there to get the kill or you may go hungry. Well, I, yeah, just I just today I was on my way to an appointment and I'm looking at my map. I actually used the, the Toyota one this time around and it's actually fairly accurate. But I did find a way to shave a couple of minutes off of it, their projection and I felt like a champion. So when I was heading up to the place and I had stopped for gas, it was saying I was going to get there at 6.56. Oh, shit. Race starts at 7. Um, I got there. I shaved off, got down to 6.53. Um, got there into the parking lot, ran to registration, but as I was registering, they're doing the national anthem. Now I like to get to a race normally 20, 30 minutes early so I can do maybe a half a mile, warm up, do some stretches, get ready to go. But I had no time. And now, yes, I know you're running with chip time, which the bib has a microchip on the back. So it doesn't matter if you start when the race starts or you start 20 minutes later because you're racing for your See, chip time. You, you, you don't have to get a COVID vaccine to get a microchip. Yep, see that? And as long as you finish that three-mile run within like two hours, they don't care. But, as I've said in the past, I like the feeling you get of the pack instinct. And so I ran back to my car, and they started the race. So I ran back and ran down and just started running through. So I had no warm-up time, no stretching time, and I'm four days off of running um, a, a half marathon and a 10K and 33 miles in seven days. But no stretching. It sucked. <laughs> it was rough. I ran a 9.50, which is okay but my normal run around the neighborhood time is a 9 30 so usually in a race i'm running like 
you know, I shave a minute off that. I'm doing like an 830 or an 850. But my goal was I just want to finish top 10 or higher in my age group. Well, I got ninth place. There you go. No, only there's only 10 people in my age group. So out of everybody in my age group, I was only faster okay, than one motherfucker. You see here above DFL. Yeah. So in I, your I, age group. Yeah. So out of all the people, all the 40 to 44 year olds, I was only faster than one of them out of men because only 10 of us were out there. But, you know, I ran it. I got my medal. Um, I didn't set any new PRs, but I still ran a sub 10 minute mile off of four hours of sleep, no stretching, no warm up time, but it did kind of back to what I was saying about being lazy because I did the, um, Savage anywhere in April, I think it was April or May. Yeah. And so I said, I'll take, no, it was in April. And I said, I'll take May off and then get back into it. Long story short, I realized that getting out of it. My runtime suck. I have two OCRs coming up. I got one in October, one in November. So it's July. I went to the gym last night. Hurricane's out there somewhere tonight. So anyhow, I'm going to get back in my fitness. I'm going to try to shave a few pounds, get my diet under control. I was telling you off the air one day that it's so insane that I have the drive and discipline to do these stupid ass exercises, pushing a fucking World War II Jeep 2,000 yards, doing all this dumb shit. But when it comes to lunchtime, I cannot do anything but eat like a fucking asshole so if i can get my it's my, like an addiction right if i can get my dedication i have towards working out and running and put it to food i would be fucking down probably another 10 pounds and be running easily but anyhow so for the last two weeks i got the 33 miles in i got a 5k and um did, 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 did a whole lot of fishing i'll save all that you guys go on youtube i just posted up a new video earlier today oh um, I'm gonna, yeah, his name's now Plunkers. Yeah, right. I'm going to be vague about this because um, I don't know too much detail. I'm just going to tell you, you and I know somebody who okay. um, you probably don't know this yet. So as you explained two weeks ago, you had a boo-boo with your car. <laughs> you had a tent And it's been fixed. It. You had a tent fall on it, and you had to have it fixed by mm -hmm. having a dent filled and painted. Mm -hmm. And then I slammed a server in the back of my tundra and put Please a don't let in this it. be a tri trifecta taco event put a, t a dent in it which i painted yesterday just because it was starting to show a little rust so i got a color matching pen and i scratched it and got all the the discoloration out and i painted over it i got to sand it paint it until i can come up with my deductible or cheaper to um, get it fixed but i was just talking it, to somebody today yeah it's somebody person drive what's that in a vehicle does this person drive uh, no this isn't what you think um this person has worked for years for a car dealership okay um in the paint department okay. has done quite well for himself well i don't know if it's because of um non-compete laws or whatever but he has decided to quit this job and then start his own business. But instead of starting his own business while working at this job, because his own business is in the same field, I think tech legally he probably had to put like a two month separation between the two. But this okay. person is going into the business of going around to motherfuckers like you and I who fuck up their trucks and the repair is a little bit cheaper than the deductible on the insurance or not quite worth paying it and risking your insurance going up. He's going to do mobile auto dent and paint on site repair. The only problem I have with that concept, and it's just because I've seen Bumper Medic out here do it, is you have to bake that motherfucker in an oven for it to really heat up and, and get hard. Mm -hmm. You know, and 
or do they even do that or or have a does he get like a mobile paint I don't know I, I just know it? that he's got his van and a buddy of his does it and makes pretty good money but I was just laughing because I said well I know two people who live on different parts of the country who could have used that service and I'm still one of them so there's yeah. definitely a demand for it out there whether or not you can perfect it and do it in the manner which you can do it in someone's work parking lot or in their driveway maybe now, is this north of you yes yeah okay Gotcha. In the Blue Hills. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting conversation. I was like, well, I'm in that school. There's definitely a market for it. And who knows? Maybe this person gets to the point where if it's a bigger job, they can have their own paint booth somewhere. But um, the idea is to be mobile and to start their own business. So I just thought that was pretty interesting. Um, it is. Actually, we got a guy out here uh, that that's what he does. His, his mechanic shop's all mobile. He'll yank the engine out and everything. It's It's fantastic. Okay, this news is now a little old, but chances are you guys didn't see this. When's the last time you heard the phrase NSA or the abbreviation NSA or t- the talk of the NSA? Uh, when was the last time I listened to Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Recently. Which is a good show, but yes. Well, for those of you who aren't as well plugged into podcasts and media, the NSA was something that started after 9-11 under the guise and the, um, I don't know if you want to say Actually, ruse. I thought that was Homeland Security. I thought NSA has been around a long time. Well, NSA was granted more rules under the Patriot Doctrine, or whatever the fuck it was, that they could start listening to people's phone conversations for keywords, yada, 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 but they're only supposed to be listening to people on a terrorist watch list. And then all the, as Gordon likes to call, the tinfoil hat folk came out and said, no, they're going to listen to everybody. And, of course, then the argument came, well, what does it matter? Everybody's posting anything about their lives on the Internet. Anyhow, and if you have nothing to hide, what are you worried about? Well... Apparently, I know I have something around here for that. Oh, good, good matchup. Apparently, Hacker Carlson <coughs> is, I hear this. has pissed off some people, or because he of the find f- himself right on a on a watch list. Um, no, he found himself getting an email from someone who works in the system saying that the NSA has been reading all your personal emails and has presented him stuff from his personal email that the only people would know would be him and the person he sent it to. And he's not too happy about it. Last night we told you about the Biden administration's efforts to monitor and intimidate this show. On Sunday, we heard from a whistleblower within the U.S. government who warned us that the NSA was reading our electronic communication and was planning to leak them selectively in an effort to hurt us. This person had details from my emails that no one outside the recipient could have known. And this is hardly the first time the so-called intelligence community has done something like this. They've done an awful lot of it. Look it up. If we let them continue to do it, it's the end of democracy. Democracy can't function. For its part, the Biden administration just ignored the story. They did not deny the story. They can't. They know that it's true. Of course, she's right that the NSA is chartered to spy on foreigners, not on Americans. That's illegal. And yet the NSA does routinely spy on Americans, and sometimes it does it for political reasons. And everyone knows this, including sitting members of the Intel Committee. Some of them are paranoid about their own communications. In Washington, this is just considered fine, but it's not fine. Well, this morning we decided to just call Paul Nakasone directly. He's the highly political left-wing four-star general who runs the NSA. This afternoon, we got his direct line, and we tried again. Nakasone's assistant seems shocked that someone whose email the NSA is reading would dare to call the director himself. Shut up, surf, obey! So they told us Nakasone just wasn't there. Then, just minutes before air tonight, the NSA sent us an infuriatingly dishonest formal statement 
written purely for the benefit of the Intel community's lackeys at CNN and MSNBC. Now, this goes on for another two more minutes, and I was going to play the whole clip, but I think the point has been made that things have gotten so, and I'm sure this has been going on since the Bush administration, even prior to that, but things have gotten to the level that, do you think an, a Dan Koppel's phone calls or written letters were ever intercepted and because whoever was the administration at the time well then you can say well don it's not fair because back then they all the news anchors didn't politicize things and and tucker carlson's not a news anchor he's an editorializer or a um, mouthpiece but isn't it crazy that freedom of speech exactly isn't it crazy that we're using something that was meant to be to protect us from foreign threats you have that that's not Orwellian at all. And oh, well, you want to go down the Orwellian trail? What about the? Uh, you, you've heard about the Facebook uh, messages uh, warning people that they have may Facebook warns users they have may, may have been exposed to harmful extremist ideologies. Have you heard about that yet? Yeah, it's called everything uh, on the far left. No, it was literally they were given yeah, pop- I've heard for like a it. week. They're giving them pop-ups. Uh, social media platform Facebook appears to be issuing new quote-unquote extremist warnings to the users in a pop-up notification. On Thursday, multiple Facebook users reported receiving the new notification from the social media giant warning them about being exposed to quote extremist content. This new feature was documented by Red State's editor Kira Davis who shared screenshots of the warning on her Twitter account. And um, I guess when you go to support, it takes you to a website um that let's see here did it is one of them indoctrination websites the support link takes users to a support page linked to the quote life after hate which was described as a nonprofit that provides support to anyone who wants to leave hate behind and solve the problems in a nonviolent way the problem is in their description of extremists it said nothing about the left wing or and uh, it, it was it was right wing content uh quote um that's oddly one-sided. Yeah, when uh, when Fox News reached out to Facebook, Facebook said this is this, this is a test and part of our large work to assess ways to provide resources and support to people on Facebook who may have engaged <coughs> or with exposed to extremist content or may know someone who is at risk. But I think I saw one video where they're basically saying if if you know someone who has been exposed or spouting extremist content, report them here. So now they're building a fucking list. Here so comes can... the camps. Well, it could be worse. We could live in fucking Canada. You know what's going on up in there. Their fucking a... dear leader Trudeau is forcing communists. If we're a dumpster fire, they're a, oh. a landfill fire. Yeah, did, that's that's god awful up there. Um, did you hear about their Bill C ten up there? Nope. Oh, do 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 do. Hold on, I got it here. Uh, oh, of course but, not. I won't hear that in the uh, regular news. No, you gotta watch TikTok to hear about it. Uh, I had it on here. Hold on, let's do a quick Google search. Basically, Bill C ten was passed as a way to protect artists in Canada. Um, basically the government was saying that people who put out content in Canada weren't getting their just rewards as far as revenue streams and this and that, because anytime you have something bad happen, it's under good intentions, right? 
path to hell is paved in good intentions. But what it actually has done is it has cut people's access to media platforms. <coughs> uh, there was one guy on TikTok who said he was watching uh, Rick and Morty at 11 p.m. Went to bed, got up the next day to watch the rest, and uh, content was no longer available to him. He had to sign up for a VPN service to route his, his internet out of the Canadian IP range just so he can finish watching Rick and Morty. Uh, what is Bill C-10, and why are there liberals planning to regulate the Internet? Advocate for Bill C-10 said is to ensure Canadian artists are supported as their work is increasingly consumed on a global streaming giant's critics warn it could potentially curtail freedom of speech and limit access to some of the websites. The Globe explains that it was in the legislation and what might be. But yeah, as I was saying, they're doing it under guys to protect their people, but it's just more of the insanity up in Canada where now they're preventing people from going to certain websites much like china does and mm. this is insane it's a little concerning yeah but just if you, uh, and they pass it at midnight and so the bill oh, is under, at under the darkness of night yep mm, like i said nothing suspicious to, about that guy went to bed watching rick and morty woke up in the morning and lo and behold he had to sign up for a vpn service to finish watching the rest because now canada is having access to certain content blocked for your protection and protection of our people. Hmm, could be. Uh, What's that, a uh, church lady? That seems like it requires a church lady response. Here on the uh, local beat, we had these in Long Beach, too. Ooh, power flickered. Hopefully we're still there. Um, yeah, you're still here. We talked about Long Beach. Remember when I lived in uh, Long Beach, went to Huntington Beach, you'd have the pastors and the Bible folk out there calling people sinners for being in the beaches and yeah. the bikinis and all yeah, that? Yeah, there was... Still there when I was there a couple years ago. Well, we've had this asshole that's been down here in Fort Myers for like 14 years. And when I worked at the radio station, he would show up at every concert with his minions out there saying that, you know, you're sinning because you're worshiping false prophets. Instead of spending your time reading a good book, you're out spending money watching people sing and you're memorizing their lyrics and their content and not spending time. And this has been going on for a long time, right? Show mm -hmm. up at the beach stand out with the bullhorn and their signs, yelling at people in swimsuits for showing too much skin, calling them sinners. They're not preaching. They're they're badgering, they're belittling, and they're tearing people down, right? God, you sorry car salesman. One can make the argument that if you're preaching, you would be set up on the corners Actually, with your like... Bible out, reading passages, and giving a sermon much like you'd give to a church, right? You're not going to do I, I, re I retract my statement. It's more like God's curvy salesman. Have you ever dealt with those guys? Yeah, you were one. <laughs> You were indoctrinated. I wasn't high pressure, though. Those mofos are high pressure. You were indoctrinated. But anyhow, so I'm oh. flipping through the internet the other day, and I see on Wink News, the local news, not the news that your truly was on, that was NBC2, but this is the CBS affiliate, under the headlines of Man Fights for His Freedom to Preach on Fort Myers Beach. Did you see, see that glow Don just had when he said not where yours truly was? Gordon, a street-side preacher is fighting for his freedom of speech in Southwest Florida after losing his lawsuit against the beach town. <gasps> Maybe you shouldn't beat people up with the Bible. Can you believe this? Oh my God. He just wants to preach. He is he preaching at Elsa right now? Is he yelling at Elsa? The town of Fort Myers Beach says Adam LaCroix violated the ordinance meant to prevent disruption on the beach. Quote, there has been many times where we've just heard... I'm sorry, quote, there's been many times we've just hurried up and ate and left because it was very annoying, said Jamie Maurer. Can we just refer to him as Adam Fizzy Water? Sure. When he comes, he definitely clears out the restaurants, said Maury Yador, server at Fort Myers Beach. 
There is no law against preaching, but the town does have a law and an ordinance against portable signs, such as the one that LaCroix often holds when he is spreading his word in the public. <laughs> After receiving a ticket in October and another one in December, LaCroix decided to sue the town. A federal judge sided with Fort Myers Beach, but LaCroix plans to appeal. Quote, the signs are meant to get people's attention, to get them to think about the dangers of those things that we are preaching against. Now, do they get you to think, Mr. LaCroix, or do they sins. just generate heckling? Sins, Gordon. Sins like abortion or sexuality, morality and drug use, and going to concerts and having a good time with the family and listening to music and going downtown and enjoying a day at the, the beach, sins going downtown Fort Myers, spreading your money, boosting the economy. This guy's been doing this Crabs. since 04, since as long as I've been down here. So How he's had he converted? 15 years of freedom to do this shit until finally Fort Myers Beach said, okay, enough is enough. You're not preaching. You're just taking out your hatred and your frustrations and possibly your jealousy that people are having more fun with their fucking free time than you are. And sounds, you, like a, sounds like a possibly homeless guy under the guise of a preacher. LaCroix won similar fights with Lee County in 2017. <coughs> Here you go. Here you go. How much do you think badgering innocent people of Southwest Florida pays, Gordon? There should be a fine of at least 100 bucks. How much do you think Mr. LaCroix has made in his street side sermons? 50000 a year. No, but in 2017, he was awarded $40,000 by a judge. But he said the money went to his attorney's fees. Yeah, I'm sure he got a little bit of that. He said if he loses his appeal, he will preach with his megaphone and leave the signs at home. So he'll still be out there annoying the shit out of our tourists, badgering the shit out of people. But according to Wink News, he just wants his right to preach. Listen, if he was standing down there in the sadly named Times Square, because it's, it's a sham, where the... Spray painted gold guy does his ain't, statue. Ain't got thing, no Times Square. Where the the guy juggles the fire and the chains. If he was down there, on a box, with a Bible, preaching much like I said before, like you preach to your sermon, unless you go to one of those weird churches that does fire and brimstone every fucking Sunday, that would get old. But if he was actually having spreading the word of God, I'm sure Fort Myers Beach wouldn't have a problem with it, but that's not what he's doing. He's literally berating people and telling them what they're doing is a sin and how horrible they are and how they should not be down there spreading their money at all the restaurants, out there showing their skin on the beach. They should be at home fucking nose deep in the Bible. That's the problem. They don't have anything wonder, against you preaching. They have against you badgering fucking innocent people. That's the problem, sir. wonder how many times he's had to eat a knuckle sandwich. He's actually uh, he's pretty built. He's about our age, a little bit younger. He he definitely goes to the gym. I think he's one of those people who's come to Jesus in a oh, crisis. Oh, he, he may have had some. Um, I think he may have done some. What they time do is they the replace past. a addiction, one addiction with another. Yeah, right? he's one of those cats. And, and yeah. the what's the old saying? Those who protest too much. Yeah, so I I definitely think he probably. Allegedly, don't want him suing I'm sure me somebody's next. running a train on him. <laughs> so I'm sure at some point he allegedly had some issues that um, has led him to his new life. But uh, yeah, maybe some, maybe a dime, you know, a stent in the prison somewhere. I haven't had. Where's all the outcry about Bill Cosby getting out of jail? 
I was actually expecting the pink hats to be everywhere and uh, and shit to start burning down. I was again. expecting Twitter servers to crash, uh, fucking CNN, is, all. The- I don't think Black Lives Matter would necessarily march that because it kind of well, well they're, they're, it's in the name of their organization. They're not even in existence anymore. I mean, there's no? people defacing fucking the uh, George Floyd monument. They're not down there protecting it. Um, the 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 quote unquote CEO of fucking Black Lives Matter just bought like a I don't know what was like a five million dollar house in California Extremely. in the whitest neighborhood. Yep. And I I think they're until they have some right wing shit to protest against, they're not interested. But that could hey, yeah. So right now you're saying they're not generating a whole lot of revenue. No. Mm. Well, they're. The the uh, the money's not coming down from. I mean, think about it. They got a lot of NBA money. They got a lot of NFL money. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Did they get some NHL money? I think they may have. Yeah, it's insane. Um, yeah. So I am actually really surprised that we haven't seen things burn down. But maybe uh, maybe people have just hit their saturation point with this stuff. Speaking of which, we're we're on the air. We're not watching America's Got Talent. Speaking of California, when I lived in California, I would frequent a bar in Huntington Beach all the time called Hurricanes, and there was a a, a cover, and it's still there a cover band called Tijuana Dogs that would play all the time, and they had a male lead singer, and he would do the most smashing version of Like a Virgin, uh, complete with chair dance. Um, he's supposed to be on America's Got Talent tonight. I guess he's very cool. Almost twenty years later, he's trying. He's trying to go to the next realm God of damn it. of the. Uh, if dirty heads can make it out of here, so can I. Isn't it weird what we get surprised about? That's why it's called a surprise. But yeah, cheap deodorant. Cheap deodorant. Okay. I bought expensive deodorant one time at an outlet store. One of those places. Oh, this is thirty dollars somewhere else, but you can have it here for six bucks. It's like a Giorgio Armani deodorant or something. Yeah, and it lasted me for fucking ever, right? It's one of the round tubes. Yeah. You put it on, it don't overdo it, and the thing lasts forever. Maybe that's why it's in Bill's Outlet store, but it worked. And, of course, I used that all up and went and bought the cheap stuff. And you ever notice, like, the cheap stuff, when you get to the end of the roll, it, it crumbles and falls apart? Unless it's the gel, yes. What's the sole purpose of deodorant? Keep down the stank. And how does it do that? Gonna be like Joe Biden and whisper. It is aluminum. You're covered in aluminum and baby powder. And it's supposed to keep your armpits dry. So, <laughs> why was I surprised to find that when my deodorant crumbled into my sink and sat there for two <laughs> weeks because you would think turning on the water it would simply melt away, but no, stupid. It's a its whole sur- sole purpose in life is to fight off moisture. What the fuck will this melt, man? I poured a ton of water on it. <laughs> so I've been sitting there waiting until somebody finally cleaned the bathroom and opened up the drain and let it go down. I, it's been It was sitting in the bottom of my sink. Nuggets in there thinking, Jesus Christ, poured that's on a it. Slug. Water's poured on it. It just it wouldn't disintegrate. I, w- I was wanting to see how long it would stay there until someone fucking cleaned it up i'm surprised you didn't put a sign up so science experiment <laughs> but you would think hey the sole purpose of this product is to fight moisture why would i think that it would just disintegrate in the bottom of my sink no it was sitting there I, that's a, t- a testament to how well it fights off moisture you pour fucking water directly on it it goes and on your, nowhere on your science experiment sign experiment was too hard to spell so you just put exp period mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like on uh, cartoons don't open until xmas 
Exactly. People thought it was an anti-Christian thing. It's just Christmas was too much of a word to write on the little card on Tom and Jerry. I still run out of room when I'm writing on lines for mm-hmm. signing my name and shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, could we have shortened the last name just a little bit? Yeah, right. Just a little. Did you hear about the, uh, oh, well, one of the Bitcoin guys drowned? <laughs> Did you hear about that? Now, was he hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein at some point? Mysterious Bitcoin maximalist. Now, I guess maximalist is a cool phrase they give to people who have more Bitcoin than anybody else. Because I guess the value of it. So, so he's high. a miner that's the max maxer? Max yeah. Impex um, founder and Bitcoin evangelicist, Micah oh, Papasui. He, 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 that just sounds like a religion now. Reportedly drowned off the coast of Costa Rica. Adding to the mystery surrounding the man, his purported Bitcoin fortune, and what it might mean for the future of the network. So did he have a bunch of hard drives in his pocket? I don't know. Just like down. the uh, just um, just like the pseudonym, uh, just whatever. Uh, this uh, this fellow sparked a, uh, a thrilling hunt for true identity of the person who uh, person or persons behind Bitcoin. The network has reportedly lost one of its most enigmatic and polarizing figures of the last decade, Mika Papascua, a Romanian nationalist and noted Bitcoin maximist who promised to dump over 1 million Bitcoins if block sizes were adjusted, supposedly, quote-unquote, drowned off the coast of Costa Rica on June 23rd. Confirmation of his passing has been scant, with outlets originally reporting that the Polish nationalist had drowned. Mm. Uh, A relatively mysterious figure with the community, little is known about the fella, Apart from his blogging on uh, Trilema, supporting the security-focused open-source project and dedicated to keeping Bitcoin network unchanged despite calls for bigger block sizes. After blogging on cryptocurrency uh, on its early years, he founded Bitcoin Exchange Impex in 2012, which later became a target of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission investigation. Um, eventually the listing became part of the SEC investigation after offering was not approved by regulators. Um, there's another fellow named Voorhees involved who was later, uh, fined and forced to buy back the shares that he had listed during the situation. The fellow who died was famed for trolling the SEC going so far as to post his uh, correspondence (laughs) with the enforcement team on his Trilema blog. He he essentially was on full display and was set out to dismantle the SEC's request to lay bare um, the holes that, I'm sorry, to dismantle the SEC's request and lay bare to the holes that their argument for information about impacts in the client's activity. So long story short, uh, people in the Bitcoin, the diehard Bitcoin people are saying he wasn't drowned. He was done away Just- with because Bitcoin is such a threat to the global currency world. Saying he was uh, disappeared. Yeah. He was done mm. in. Maybe he's uh, living under another name. And did you hear that uh, John Langley, country. creator of Cops, passed away? Yes, I did. And it was an odd one. Yeah. Um, he was doing an off-road race in Mexico. And during ah. the race, he suffered a heart attack. But uh, I guess that's what happens when you do what you like You know, doing. somebody tried to say these stupid squatted trucks come from the Baja look, but it no, that's Kid. aren't they called? They're called like Arkansas squat or something. No, uh, it's been called the North the North Carolina North, squat. Carolina squat, the Tennessee tilt, 
And then the California, I don't know. What is the alleged, for those you don't know, it's the trucks who sit lower in the it's, back. It's the mullet of trucks. You can't make up their mind. Lifted front, dropped rear. So what is their excuse of why it needs to be done? Do you think it looks cool? No. Uh, that could be said about a lot of shit. Like yeah, super, super annoying, super annoying spoilers on the back of Subarus. Yeah, actually, those are functional if you're uh, going fast enough. But mm-hmm. I actually, the ones I think is funny is the ones that are like way oversized on the back of BMWs and Civics, and they're hanging off about three feet on each side. Those are the crazy ones. Hold on one second. You are looking into that? Nope. Good evening. My name is Donovan Four Ten, and I see the world in crisis. We have governments that are billions of dollars in debt. We have hyperinflation, we have protests, we have riots, we have infrastructure falling apart, we have cyber attacks almost daily on our world's needs. And that's why I want to talk to you about something important, and that is your family's future. When it comes time to protect your family, are you going to rely on worthless paper currency? Of course not. Instead, you're going to call the Digital 410 Reserve, and we're going to sell to you our super valuable silver and gold in exchange for that worthless paper currency. So in the future, when the civilization's falling down and people are struggling to survive, do you think they're going to want to exchange goods and services for your worthless paper currency? Or do you want to have the security of silver and gold? That's right, you want silver and gold. So give us a call right now and we will happily sell you our valuable silver and gold in exchange for your worthless paper currency. Do it now. There's no time to delay. Call the Digital 410 Reserve right now at 239-299-3896. We will happily exchange our valuable silver and gold for your worthless currency based on market price. Not responsible for any gold that looks like balls of wood. Yeah. So it's been a while, and um, we're planning on doing this before the vacation to give you things to watch, but we'll get into it now. They don't have a plan for us. Is falling apart. Power flickered again. That's my daughter. I need to go to the stadium. Do you get out of here? We gotta make hard decisions. Black Summer is an American streaming television series created by Carl Schneider and John Himes. The first season consisting of eight episodes released on Netflix on April 11th. Uh, the series was produced by The Asylum, the same production company that behind Z Nation and is written directly primarily by Himes. Uh, the plot is six weeks after the start of the zombie apocalypse, Rose is separated from her daughter, Anna, and she embarks on a harrowing journey to find her. Uh, trust along, thrust alongside a small group of refugees in North America, she has, must brave the hostile new world to make brutal decisions during the most deadly summer. So is she the heroine on the heroine journey? Um, I know this was on your list of shows to watch, and clearly you haven't started watching it yet. Um, 
a couple of things that separate this from fucking Walking Dead or the Family of the Walking Dead or any other zombie shit. Um, first and foremost, the zombies aren't like zombies we've seen before. Um, Carrie and I kind of say the zombies are more like um, think about meth heads who are hopped, who like to consume bath salts hopped up on PCP. Kind of like the ones from Z Nation. Yes, they are on fucking eleven. There is no, there's no dimmer switch on these guys. They're not like they're they, all fast movers. As huh? soon as they die, they bleed out and they get up, and they're like they're on a fucking PCP trip. They're just uh, they just scream. They just run at full speed and then they'll stop, look around, and, uh, <laughs> run the other direction. And so funny. you'll have one fucking zombie running at eight people, and they're all just unloading magazines because much like somebody hopped up on PCP, they will not go down until you get the headshot. But not only are the zombies fast-paced, the show is fast-paced. And really? one, one of the good things about the show is they are not delicate. They are, they, they are not delicate with their characters. Uh, as the show is developing characters, they kill them off just as quick as they fucking develop them. Um, it's a fast-paced show. Um, it's Damn, I would like to get to know that character. but It's, it's a whole new way of presenting the kind of fucked-out zombie apocalypse storyline. Surprise! You're dead. <laughs> it never ends. Yes. But if you're looking for something to watch, check out Black Summer. I think it's like three series, uh, three seasons long. It's it's really really, it's good. Um, it's definitely one of the uh, because of the way how fast paced it is. You're not going to get really as attached to the cast as you did on fucking walking dead and all that. And, mm -hmm. but it's a, it's a quick two, I think maybe three seasons, possibly there two, but it's quick. It's, it's something to watch. And the episodes are only like 45 <laughs> minutes. So it's not like you're like watching two hour long fucking drugs. And so mm -hmm. it's easy. It's quick to, um, to binge watch it's something you can watch maybe one or two episodes before you call it the night or maybe nothing else is on. Um, it's, it's very I like it. There's a couple of characters in there that kind of remind you of characters from the other shows. Um, mm -hmm. I will say only complaint, and, and you know, I've had this discussion before, and I know I shouldn't get tied up on these things, but whoever's in charge of costume and wardrobe. Let me guess there was a World War II uniform messed up. No, but um, <laughs> after 2020 and 2019, People with uh, plate carriers kind of got a bad rap. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so there's a group of people on a certain time that they all just happen to be wearing plate carriers. And for some reason, they all have them over their big fucking winter jackets because this takes place in Colorado. One would argue you could wear your plate carrier underneath your winter coat. That, that's, that's not my complaint. That's not my complaint. My complaint is, is they didn't even go as far as putting in the styrofoam plates that the airsoft people wear. So you can see that their plate carrier has no plate. To the fact you can, see, you can see the puffy lines underneath it. To the fact that one guy died after getting shot four times in the chest. So you have a gang of guys wearing hey, plate uh, carriers. Hey, and hey, hey buddy, that, that plate carrier don't work without plates. Just and you not know. a one jacket's not going to stop shit. Not a one of them have a fucking plate carrier on. And it's not like they had the plate carrier because they got the fucking AR-15 fucking magazines. No, they're just wearing a plate carrier for the symbol of what people with plate carriers look like now. So they got a wish plate carrier, basically. Yeah, and like I said, they make styrofoam plates. Obviously, you don't want the actor wearing heavy plates. That shit's expensive. But the airsoft kids who like to dress up like modern-day soldiers with the plate carriers, they actually make airsoft plate carriers. Well, let's be honest. Airsoft kids are pussies, unlike us, back when we played paintball back in the day and we wore nothing but fucking 
jerseys and no padding. Now the kids are all wearing fucking body armor, play paintball and fucking airsoft. But anyhow, they didn't even go as far That's as because the world's wrapped in bubble wrap. Yeah, so they didn't even go as far as putting the fake plates in them. And so, like, you see them, their plate carriers just there's no. It's like, yeah, but you know they did it just because of the appearance that the media gives cats with plate carriers now. Hey Jim, we got trim the budget. Mm-hmm. We don't got any room in our budget. But for the, the funniest part is, yeah, there's one carrier. guy who has a red down ski jacket. And plate carries right on fucking top. It's like, why? Oh, number one, it's red, so you're a target. Oh, no, he has a black plate carry on top of it, so it breaks up. And the interesting thing about this... So he was playing Call of Duty. Um, the interesting thing about this, this is one of those shows kind of um, that's in a timeline limbo. You're not exactly okay. when it takes place. There's some cars that look like somewhat modern, but most of them are like early 2000, late 90s Chevys. There's not a fucking cell phone to be seen. There's not so much as a computer monitor with even Windows XP on it. There's a part where they're walking through the school and the computer lab, all the computers are on a table in the back, but they're all desktops. So you're really not quite sure. CRT monitors? They really didn't get that close. So you're really not sure if this place takes place in 2018, 2021, 2002. It's one of those, because obviously if people had cell phones. What do their cell phones look like? They didn't, there's not a cell phone to be seen in the entire show. That's my point. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So, well, and as we've talked about before, more and more shows are doing this because there's so many plots that could be wiped out with the existence of technology. And so they don't make no reference to any video game consoles. Like I said, there's one scene where they're walking through an abandoned high school where there's they walk through the computer labs, but all the computers are all stacked up in the back. Um, But, yeah, it's... So you're you're kind of in the technology limbo and and like a lot of the clothing because once again it takes place in Colorado, like a lot of these ski jackets are wearing. Some of it looks like late eight, like mid nineties, late eighties stuff. So you're really not sure. It's like, did they all find their jackets at like a Salvation Army that was stuck in a time warp? Is this hey, take I place in the nineties? Recognize that 90s? old fireman looking Burton jacket. <laughs> but some of the cars look kind of new, like maybe 2005. A lot of them are like old Silverados and shit. So you're really not sure. They make no, and the army, quote unquote, are wearing the kind of mid 2000 <laughs> ACUs. Mm-hmm. And even though this is six weeks later, they all half of them have beards, which isn't part of the army uniform code. So it's I really the don't fastest know. growing beards when the upon- zombie yeah. apocalypse happened, your yeah. beards grow quick. So there's a few things you're like, what the fuck? But all in all, it's it's it is a zombie show, but it's not like, oh, I'm out walking. It's just, ah, fucking PCP zombies. They're crazy. But check it out. It's called Black Summer. It's on Netflix. That is this week's Netflix binge-worthy show. Can I um, add a, sure. a decent movie? Sure. Uh, from, you may have heard this one. Chris Pratt, The Tomorrow War, Amazon Prime. I heard that thing's getting slammed. It's getting slammed. There's some holes in it, but it is interesting. It's not exactly like the concept I've come up with. But it is literally about a, a war in the future where they come back and they're losing so bad against these aliens, which are pretty creepy, mm-hmm. that they're now taking people from the current timeline and pushing them into the future, which the first question I thought was, well, there's not going to be any people in the future to be able to fight because they're all dead from the past. But uh, Well, that's kind of like the whole problem with um, Terminator 2. Now, they were smart enough. The people they picked were going to be dead within seven years anyway, so they wouldn't go to the future and meet themselves and fuck up the whole. What is it called? Tomorrow War. The Tomorrow War. 
I'm trying to look on Rotten Tomatoes. Chris Pratt lost a lot of weight for that one. I actually had to do a double take. Uh, he's not Chris he, Fat. He's he does Chris that. Pratt. Let's see. Yeah, Tomorrow he does that. War, blah, blah, 55% by the up and up and anal um, critics, 81% by the audience. Uh, let's see. It's worth a watch. It's an interesting concept. Yeah, the, you know. Well, the, the the bags I was hearing is all the woke shit. Too many white folk. Yada yada yada. Blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, you gotta ignore that the noise. Yeah, it's, of course you know because you know. That hurts my brain. Hey, have I, you ever heard me bitch about? Yeah, I still got one more complaint about GM vehicles. <laughs> Where to start? <laughs> Start when you're looking for a fucking parking space and you go by and there's a GM vehicle with his backup lights on, but come to find out that that motherfucker left and they've got a program to stay on for two minutes. When you exit the vehicle, why GM? This is just nothing but fuck up traffic. Now you're talking about the reverse lights or his squid lights? Uh, yes, the reverse lights on the in the taillights. Pay attention, Chevy's, any GM product, you'll see them, you'll see that reverse light on. And then you'll see like two seconds later, they'll get out of the car and it's still on and they'll walk away and it stays on. And then you'll see the 80 year old lady sitting, waiting for them in the back out because she wants that spot, not realizing there's Sometimes no one in the car. Sometimes it's a 45 year old me or a 47 year old me. That is know? dumb. Why, why would, once again, the squid launcher is a different story, but the backup lights is a little fucking ridiculous. I saw an interesting clip tonight and apparently we, we all use parking spots the wrong way. Yeah. We all just park. Most of us who care try to park dead nuts in between the lines, right? Right down the middle. Watching a TikTok of a guy whose job it is to go down to the GM plant and pick up vehicles to load them up onto trucks, right? I bet they run it to the left, don't they? Every one of them, the driver's side tire is parked on the left white line because then that gives enough room between the driver's side door and the passenger side door of the car next to it so there's no dings. If everybody well, parked their car with the driver's side tire on the left white line, there would be no more dings on the on your car because well, the doors are wide enough wrong, to hit. I think that was some bad intel that goes all the way back to driver's ed. Yep. But apparently GM sense. has got it figured out. If everybody parks with their driver's side tires on the left line, no one would get dings in their car because the doors aren't wide enough to make contact, passenger, driver's side, or other otherwise. Although... Not to poop you all over your point. Some stalls are wider than others. Mm-hmm. Some yeah, gas stations. Have you noticed that? There's some like gas stations who try to get the most pumps on their smallest property. Like you can barely fucking get out of your car. Oh, yeah. That's insane. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. But to get people to try to learn that will be way worse than trying to get them to learn how to mm-hmm. navigate a roundabout. Oh, absolutely. Which I have no problems with roundabouts. They're fucking great. Am I the only one who does not like the new Volkswagen logo? I'm just going to put that out there. I don't even know what it looks like. This. We actually took Carrie's Volkswagen in to have the um, light reset on her airbag because I had the audacity to change my own battery. Oh, How dare you, sir? You're going to have to pay $40 to reset the computer. Really? Yes. That's the last kraut wagon you want to drive, isn't it? But while we have it in here... We got a four hour recall we gotta do. Mm-hmm. Well, may I suggest that if my car's on your rack for four fucking hours and I'm not taking up a bay to have my light reset, then why don't you go ahead and not charge me for said resetting of the light? So when we dropped Carrie's Volkswagen off, I was explaining to her that Volkswagen changed her logo. She's like, No, they didn't. I'm like, Yeah, look, look, look at the new logo up there. Now look at that sign. 
I don't see a difference. We get in there, sit down, service guy. How are you all doing today? Do you like the new Volkswagen logo? No, I do not. Told you they changed it. Oh. I don't know what you say. He said, look Why, at that What's wrong with the new uh, Volkswagen logo, sir? Uh, no, he didn't like it either. Um, basically, they've, they've minimalized it. Um, it's no longer fat. The V is shorter at the top, and the, the W no longer makes... Just Google new Volkswagen logo. Oh, my God. <laughs> it looks like a Wally World symbol. Yeah, it looks like, a, like gen- a W. It's like a generic version of Volkswagen, like if you're trying to get past the... Did that come out like circa 1950? It came out with the new electric line. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. The one I'm looking at says, Cape for, thank you, thanks for keeping your social distance. And they've got like, it's like a Wonder Woman W, but I do no, see just, the other one with the, the small line, right? Yeah. And if you look now, if you, they, they don't have the fat. Okay. Um, if you look at the, if you just Google new Volkswagen logo, but don't click I on mean, images, click on all, right? And they have like five of them there. And if you look, they have a side-by-side comparison. The W used to make contact with the bottom circle, and now it doesn't. The V is smaller on the top, and it's skinnier. It's, like, minimalized. I don't like it at all. It's ugly. Yeah, it looks like they're trying to do a superhero logo. Mm-hmm. And they had the new logo on uh, the like hockey it. game the other night. And it's, like, it's, it's just... It looks like a big W. Yeah, it's just, it's super basic. It's super skinny. It's almost like the pencil outline. Like, if you're in seventh grade history and you're just drawing a Volkswagen logo with your pencil. That's what it looks like. It's it's garbage water. It's completely horrible. And the guy at Volkswagen is like, yeah, we just bought that new sign with the old logo and they put the new logo out. And he's like, how much did that new sign cost? Because it was uh, one of those lit, lit I bet up, you it was more than $40. It was a lit up neon sign. 600 yeah. bucks. Wow. But anyhow, I, uh, so I, I, wow. I presented my concern. I said, look, I get it. I changed my battery. If I had to bring it down here, put it in your bay, take away one of your service tax, take up space, charge me $40. But. Hold on just a second. You're going to have my car in a lift for four hours. It looks a lot like the 1948 logo. Are you looking at the side-by-side ones? Yeah, there's 39. I'm seeing it. 48. Yep. Looks a lot like the 1948 logo. Even 1960. I mean, they all have the line in it, but. Yeah, see, I'm used to the 1978 through the 2000. Right. Uh, the 1939 one, there you go. That doesn't say Hitler all over it. I don't know what does. But yeah, the 1960 one was super ugly. I almost so like a in a way, stamp. you could say it's actually a little more Nazi with the new Yeah, they, they're going back to the old school, except Holy for the W fuck. made contact with the, the circle. It's like, you know what it looks like? The new one looks like in Photoshop, they accidentally hit the mouse. And the, yep. the V and the W was locked together on their layers, but the circle wasn't. And they tapped the mouse and it slid it up like a quarter of a fraction so that there's a gap. Yeah, I know this is a great pod. You guys can't I, see what we're I, talking I about. I don't like it. See the, 19, on, yeah. see the 1937 oh, to 1939 one? one? Yeah. How about the 37 through 39? Yeah, it looks like, a, uh, looks like it should be a radiation symbol. It almost looks kind of Native American, though, really. Oh, look, it's a swastika. Get rid of a couple of the lines on each one of them. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. That's insane. Well, my argument has always been, you know, after World War II, the United Nations got together and they decided what stayed and what went, and Volkswagen was important to rebuilding the economy, so they kept The people's it. wagon. Yep. The people's car. Yeah, so yep. Volkswagen changed the logo back. No one wants the 19... That's the 48 logo. 1948 version. Out. Yep. Are you ready for the news? Uh, sure. John Craft said, not cool. Digital 410 West News Desk in Las Vegas, Nevada. 
Gordon Abernathy. Gordon, how you doing tonight? Just a quick hurricane, uh, whatever the fuck his name, Elsa update. Uh, it is now 1030. Um, we still have power. It flickered twice. I haven't seen any wind. Um, no high rain. We were going to go fishing last night. And we're like, well, you're supposed to get bands from 2 to 9. Never fucking rained once. So I missed out on a day of fishing. But anyhow, um, it's supposed to be up by Tampa at 2 a.m., which means it's going to be hanging around between here and Tampa for the next few hours. But um, I'm glad it oh, did. It started moving once it got past Cuba, didn't it? Well, yeah, because it picked up speed. But um, <coughs> I'm so glad that we didn't get high winds because there is a house being built right across the street. And there's three empty pallets and a whole stack of construction worker trash as far as like fast food containers. And there's chunks of cinder block basically there's a whole lot full of projectiles right across the street from my cars so i'm super glad we didn't get any high winds and have shit flying at my house like missiles but anyhow back to the news nobody should ever ever say that you can't die during fireworks no but you can blow a fucking thumb off no you can also kill a shout out to those you watching us on twitch youtube and of course facebook uh, there was a firework incident that killed the young goalie of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Wow. What the fuck was he launching? He wasn't launching anything. He was in a hot tub. Columbus Blue, Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender Mattis Kivlinikis died of chest trauma from an errant firework mortar blast. So some asshole. Authorities, here, hold my beer, uh, described Monday as a tragic accident at the Michigan home on 4th of July. So... Chances are someone bought the mortar and yeah. couldn't be bothered to strap it down to a fucking piece of plywood. And those things are top heavy. So they lit the thing off. It toppled over. It launched and shot him in the fucking hot tub. Fireworks. Yes. So the police Jesus. in Novi, uh, Michigan said the firework tilted slightly and started to fire towards people in, nearby on Sunday night. The 24 year old Mattis was in a hot tub and tried to get clear with several other people, according to. Uh, Police Lieutenant Jason Meyer. Authorities said er, earlier said that uh, that uh, he had passed away from an apparent head injury during a fall. But unfortunately, the autopsy clarified the cause of death and is basically a percussive at his heart and lungs from the mortar. Um, Fire department EMTs got to the home shortly after 10 p.m., took uh, Mattis to the hospital where he's pronounced dead. Oakland County Medical Examiner's Office report preliminary autopsies on Monday. Prior to the autopsy, uh, Mattis was believed to have slipped and hit his head on the concrete. At the moment, it was pretty uh, certain that this was a tragic event, according to um, Columbus Blue Jackets general manager, Yermo Click in. I can't even say his name. Sorry, it's Eastern European. Mm-hmm. Life is so precious. Uh, too many continents. Mm-hmm. Life is so precious that we can be... Uh, that we can be so fragile. So, you know, this is a top-tier athlete who was taken out by a mortar. So, you know, Top-tier athlete there, like, from Lathia, born in 1996, who died on our Independence Day celebration. Yeah. Ain't that so, a um, son of a bitch. But speaking of goaltenders, this is the last of the sports. Vegas Golden Knights' Mark andre Fleury wins his first Venza Trophy. We didn't go all the way, but he he was a hell of a goalie this year. Vegas, they some say it was his best year ever. Vegas Golden Knights Mark Andre Fleury has been named the 2021 2020, sorry 2020 2021 recipient of the Vinza Trophy awarded to the goal to the goaltender adjudged to be the best at his position. So he was named on 30 of 31 ballots, 
and received 14 first place sanctions uh, selections and gaining 108 votes to win the award. So congratulations, Mark, Andre Fleury, or Mr. Flower, on the uh, award. Remember I did a story about this poor boy who was found dead? Mm-hmm. Well, the mom's been caught. There's a little bit to the story. It's kind of a short one, but she's been extradited back to, to Vegas, and uh, before court, the California mother, accused of killing her son, reported... Sh- that she confessed to strangling him. Now, one would wonder what would cause a a mother to go to such extremes, but apparently it's because she was, uh, he was autistic and she kind of had it up to Oh, what the fuck? So the California mother accused of killing her son in Las Vegas and dumping his naked body near a trailhead appeared in the uh, Las Vegas courtroom last Wednesday. Samantha... Manero Rodriguez, 35, who was arrested in Colorado and extradited back to Vegas, appeared via video. Not like a real piece of shit. Like if a piece of shit ate a piece of shit and took a pee and shit, you're that piece of shit. Uh, Allegedly, until proven guilty. Uh, But she did confess. So during her court appearance, the state prosecutor told the court that Manero Rodriguez confessed to strangler her son for 15 minutes. Jesus Christ. And then taking off his clothes after he died. So poor Liam Husted's oh, body was found Christ. by hikers near Mountain Springs Trailhead off of State Route 160, also known as Blue Diamond, uh, between Las Vegas and Over the Hump in Pahrump. On May 28th, the seven-year-old boy was initially misidentified by a Las Vegas woman. He was eventually identified after a family friend in San Jose, California, saw a sketch. Jesus so that is very, very sad news. But I'm going to have some sad news that's a little funnier. So in Milton, New Hampshire... There's an eight-year-old boy out shooting chipmunks. Yeah, he accidentally strikes his uncle. Thirty-two-year-old man was accidentally shot in the head in New Hampshire. BB Gunner, twenty-two. After a bullet Ooh. fired by his eight-year-old nephew Ricochet while they were were shooting chipmunks. Now, so with I'm a chipmunk, I'm guessing it's a twenty-two. 22. If you're shooting, I'm a, guessing it's a twenty-two. If you're shooting a chipmunk with a five-five-six or two-two-three round, or even nine, a nine mil, you know? nothing will be left of that motherfucker. So the man was injured Friday in Milton, said, uh, and is expected to recover. Uh, Foster, according to Foster's Daily Democrat, uh, the police said the bullet shot by the eight-year-old ricocheted after killing the chipmunk. Yeah, at least he got the fucking chipmunk mm-hmm. and hit the man in the head. It was truly a freak accident. It's not against the law for anyone to teach a child how to shoot and take them hunting, even an eight-year-old according to Krauss. They are kids who learn how to hunt and shoot a lot younger than that. Truth. And one final story. Actually, I got two of them. Well, here, let's do a little intermission because I found the TikTok lesson of the week and it has to go back to what we were talking about earlier. And now for the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. Welcome to Communist Canada. Bill C-10 has been passed literally in the night at like 1 o'clock in the morning while we were sleeping. Last night I was watching Rick and Morty, the new season 5 episode. Love Rick and Morty. It was late, I didn't get to finish it. And now, and now, and now, I was wondering how long it was going to take to feel these effects. Turns out not fucking long. I absolutely hate our government. Who the fuck are you? Just a moment. ExpressVPN will fix that problem. I've subscribed to a VPN for years now, but... (sighs) This is infuriation to a whole nother level. This is going to impact us far more than we realize. 
Even with all the volcanoes about to go off, Iceland's looking really good right about now. <laughs> I guess this is critical of the government, so maybe you won't even be able to see this post. We'll find out, I suppose. I wonder how far and how deep this C-10 thing is going to screw us. I do not consent. I do not approve. And I will not comply. Come get me. And this has been the have What's you in Your Head podcast TikTok you, you don't have the things week. that we've got to well, have you seen the tinfoil hat conspiracies on their dear leader? No, I can only imagine. Um, well, he comes from a rich family and whose father and mom were, um, well, let's just say bosom buddies with Castro. Oh, dear God. And people have compared photos of saying him. He's like the French Canadian Castro. Well, they're saying that he is the illegitimate son of Castro because um, <laughs> the mom had said things in the past, and then they started comparing like photos of him as he's growing older to like photos of a younger Castro. And you know how you often look See, like you your parents. Castro probably threw it in his mom. <clears throat> yeah, and so that it so basically that's times. that's the conspiracy theory is that he is actually the illegitimate offspring of Castro, and that's why he's doubling down on some of these. Castro was laying pipe in policy. Canada. No, uh, his his parents were rich. They would fly down. Oh, yeah. Plus, you got to remember back in the fifties hey, and sixties. He, he, he kisses Castro. You want you want some of these Cuban cigars that are illegal to get mm -hmm. get up there? I don't know if it's illegal in Canada, but it definitely is in America. Well, you have to. You ever seen um, indecent proposal? Yeah. Well, you know what's going to have to happen to to get some of these cigars. Yeah. Right. Sorry that uh, Castro sounded like a Western guy, but hey. Oh, here we go. Trudeau speaks on the Castro controversy. That's 13 minutes. Uh, Fidel Castro. Fake news. Let's see. Uh, Canada-Cuban relationships. Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, no internet. Fidel Castro. Trudeau's real father. <laughs> here we go. Um, let's see. I am your father. No internet. Fidel Castro isn't uh, Trudeau's real father. The Canadian prime minister just really, really looks like him. <laughs> But yeah, there's a picture. Hey, let's uh, let's answer this question for all, which is the DNA check. Mm -hmm. Fidel's brother's still alive, I believe. They, get DNA from him. They actually did an overlay where they took uh, Fidel's hat and and his Amish mustache and put it over top of uh, over top of his face, and it looks just like him. Uh, well, so you say that if he uh, wore a kami hat and grew a uh, Amish beard, he'd he'd be there, huh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a person being a rat for on themselves? Mm-hmm. What kind of person would be a rat on themselves? I don't know. Someone who misspeaks a lot. Well, there's a Wyoming man who called to police and asked why he hadn't been arrested. Hello? <coughs> why didn't you come arrest me yet? From Razorblade, Wyoming, Gillette. Uh, a Wyoming man who asked the sheriff's dispatcher why he hadn't been arrested soon found himself in handcuffs. Yeah, no shit. You're just calling him over. 62-year-old man called the Campbell County Sheriff's Office on Tuesday to ask why he hadn't been arrested after deputies raided his house the previous day. <laughs> you raided my house. Why didn't you arrest me? You saying we should have arrested you, sir? Ask why That's it. Hello? This is pretty well hyped. How can I help you? I shot my wife in the stomach with 38. 67 year old Fred Wilhite is now in jail accused of murder. Is she still there? Yeah, she's lying on the floor. And what is your name? Freddie Wilhite. Where's the gun at? What? 
done. Oh, it's in the closet. Why did you do this? She, in she enticed Christ. me, and she, she ridiculed me throughout my lifetime. Throughout my lifetime. He was a nut, basically. <laughs> Neighbors are not surprised by the violence. The husband and wife lived in separate homes next to each other. The last time I talked to her, she said that he drank a lot. Fred, as we called him, would get on his lawnmower. That's Curtis Simmons. And mow up and down the road with the blade going. He's like we call the village idiot out here. And you're nice. in they're very, very, very uh, paranoid. Ten shall be the counting. The number of the counting shall be ten. For nine is too little and eleven is too much. Too much. One, two, three, four, five. Ten, sir. Ah, ten. <laughs> Nobody had raided the man's house or was planning to arrest them, according to Reynolds. After the call, the deputy spotted the man driving and, and, and followed when he pulled off the road, according to the Gillette News uh, record. The man allegedly told deputies that he'd used methamphetamine a day and a half before wow, that's a and was still run. high. He did poorly on sobriety tests, probably was a little drunk, and was arrested for driving under the influence of a controlled substance. The final story is about rats, not about a guy ratting on himself, but about a woman who was charged for feeding rats all over the dishes. That exacerbated a rodent issue. All over the dishes. They're almost, that's, I don't know what's worse, a person who feeds rats or a person who feeds pigeons. I think your birds is a feather. What about a swallow? What about a person who feeds a swallow? Come on, you guys. God damn advertisements. You're running my fucking shit. I wish you signed up for YouTube Prime and had a problem. Out of not Brian Cranston, Wyoming, Rhode Island. Cranston, Hello! Rhode Island. Hello? Who is it? It is King Arthur, and these are my knights of the round table. Whose castle is this? This is the castle of my master, Guidelwamba. Go and tell your master that we have been charged by God with a sacred quest. If he will give us food and shelter for the night, he can join us in our quest for the Holy Grail. Well, I'll ask him, but I don't think he'll be very keen. Uh, he's already got one, you see. What? He says they've already got one. Are you sure he's got one? Oh, yes, it's very nice, uh, I told him we already got one. Well, um... If you will not show us the grail, we shall take your castle by... Your silly English... ...change person. Now look here, my good... I fart in your general direction. Your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt... Of elderberries. 
Is there someone else up there we could talk to? No, now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. I missed the part about the swallows, but go ahead. The whole reason you played it. So yep. Cranston, Rhode Island. Brian Cranston. A woman was charged with allegedly violating a Rhode Island city ordinance against feeding wild animals. The 55-year-old woman's neighbor blamed her for exacerbating a rodent problem in Cranston. Last week, publication captured several nocturnal rats active in the middle of the day. The neighbors are saying, man, it is way worse at night. The woman and her parents who owned a home pled not guilty Thursday outside of the courthouse. She told reporters that she's been charged for feeding foul birds and ducks, not rats. I'm just feeding the ducks. look a little crazy if you're... I'm just feeding the ducks and the snakes. Who would have known just loving... So she's a victim of being... Who would have known? Just Tell them about animals. the raccoons, Mom. <laughs> would get you into so much trouble, she said. Anthony Moretti, director of the administration for Mayor Ken Hopkins, said he saw more than 20 rats in a carport at the woman's house. So clearly, you're either A, feeding the birds, attracting rats, or you're just straight, straight up feeding rats. Mm-hmm. He said it will take months to get this problem under control. Um, better send in the rat control guy from the strain. The city's plans to send extermination company out to the woman's house, and that is and all. And she will I be have. billed accordingly because that shit is not cheap, no. if you know what I mean. And the problem is with. That's all I can play before uh, Facebook mutes our feed, but could you imagine having rats all over the dishes? I'd burn down the place. <sighs> yeah. It's the only thing you can do. This concludes the evening news, and now back to the ACT Computer Studio in Cape Coral, Florida. This episode of the What's in Your Head podcast is brought to you by our friends at ACT Computers. ACT Computers has been providing IT solutions for all Southwest Florida since 2004. If you need to need their help, give them a call 239-283-1120. They can help you laptop repair, computer repair, anything technical related, and much, much more. Network administration, network expansion, security cameras, so on and so forth. And even if you don't live in Southwest Florida, they can help you. Give them a call. They can log into your computer with your assistance, of course, over the internet and help you with all of your computer problems. Give them a call at 239-283-1120 or head over to act-capecoral.com and hit on the Contact Us link or reach them through their Facebook link. You got anything else you want to say before we cut this short and I go watch the storm that never came? Have fun watching the storm that is blowing by you. Thank you guys so much for hanging out and uh, thank you all who are members of the OG5 and the Patreon. Gordon, we need to get together this weekend. No, I'll be camping this weekend. Maybe I'll bring my Act Computers Recording Studio in a box and do a uh, OG5 podcast with Carrie from the campground. I'm going camping and kayaking this weekend. But thank you guys so much, but I will get some exclusive content up there for you guys, members of the OG5. If you haven't checked them out, there's like four or five episodes of the OG5 podcast up there for your downloading and listening enjoyment. 
And as always, if you want any uh, free swag, stickers, and anything like that, send us an email at info at d-410.com. We also want to hear from you. Let us know what you think. And thank you guys so much. And we will talk to you all next week. Next next week. This has been a Digital 410 production. <laughs>